Hello, greetings and welcome to another episode of Being Healthy the Shaolin Way. Today we're going to discuss mantra meditation. Now one of the easiest meditation techniques to use, which is suitable for anyone, is mantra. This Sanskrit word is derived from manas, thinking principle, and tra, that which protects the mind and takes awareness beyond it. A meditation mantra is a sound which serves an attractive focus of attention during preliminary stages of meditation practice. It may be a meaningless word, a word which has a meaning, which may be contemplated as the sound is listened to, or a sound which arises within one's own field of awareness. Let me repeat that. It may be a meaningless word, a word which has a meaning, which may be contemplated as the sound is listened to, or a sound which arises within one's own field of awareness. Now, we'll have more to say about this in the future, and be listening to future episodes. The usefulness of mantra contemplation is that the meditator's attention becomes so involved that, that awareness of physical and mental activities is replaced by awareness of the mantra, thus solving the major problem that meditators encounter, that of overcoming preoccupation with feelings, and thought processes. For the purpose of inducing relaxation and creating favorable psychological states, one may use any pleasant word or word phrase as a meditation mantra. This can be chosen, self-chosen, or may be recommended by one's spiritual mentor or qualified meditation teacher. One should feel comfortable with a mantra if its use during meditation practice is to be satisfying. I'm going to repeat that phrase again. For the purpose of, of inducing relaxation and creating favorite psychological states, one may use any pleasant word, word phrase as a meditation mantra. This we're going to have more to say on in the future. Now, words commonly used as meditation mantras include God, peace, joy, light, love, and om, and others that have meaning to the meditator or which agreeably serve the purpose of practice. Word phrases may be used so long as it's understood that they are not to be considered as affirmations for conditioning the mind, but are merely statements of ideal states of awareness to be consciously unfolded and actualized. Word phrases may be, I am one with God, I am peace, love, light, or any other quality or attribute of higher significance. The thing to remember is that the meditation mantra is attractive to the mind and so involves the meditator's attention that adjustments to clear states of consciousness can be more easily facilitated. Sanskrit meditation mantras are believed to have the added beneficial influences of the energy frequencies of their sounds, which have a calming effect on the mind and enliven the nervous system. Common Sanskrit mantras are Hong Sao, Soham, and others as single words or word combinations. These are best learned from a qualified meditation teacher to learn the sounds of the words and how to use them as mantras. More to say on that too, right? When given during initiation into meditation practice, mantras can also be used infused with the qualities of the spiritual energies which are present during the occasion of its initiation. Now, my personal opinion is that initiation into meditation is more of a cult thing 
It's a cult following that has no benefit to the meditator. None. The meditator has only to use God, peace, joy, light, love as trigger words for meditative state to achieve satisfactory results. There is no indication that initiation is anything except a cult thing. But having said that, all Sanskrit mantras derive their potency from the word Om, the primal sound current from which the universe are are manifested. Now this too is more of a cult thing the word om, because the Japanese say the primal word instead of om is su. And I think that when you have a primal word, whether it's om or sum or amen or joy or peace or God, that's what you're striving for, not the word om. It has no benefit to you, but it's it's traditional in mantra. So when meditating with such monsters, one is encouraged to remember the source of all expressive sounds, which is the word Om, and that Om originates in the field of godhood. Now again, the Japanese say Su, we say Amen, and Hindus say Om. So you can choose one of those three or many more, but uh, the idea is to transform your consciousness. Not transform you to a cult, but transform your consciousness. One can then merge in the mantra and go beyond its transcendental perceptions and realizations. That is the goal. Again, not the specific uh, word mantra, but that is the goal. Let me repeat, one can then merge in the mantra and go beyond it to transcendental perceptions and realizations. Listening to the mantra calms the mind and improves concentration. And I think you should choose a word that has meaning to you, not something like OM that doesn't. But for best results, the ideal is to eventually transcend the mantra. For it too is but a technique or tool to be used to facilitate meditation practice. That is the core concept behind the whole matter. It's to eventually transcend the mantra. You don't need a mantra. When they're trying to sell you a mantra, please don't listen to it. Just use a mantra as a tool. But when the mantra is used, it is introduced into one's field of awareness, usually as a mental sound. It may be mentally affirmed at the beginning, then mentally listened to, as though resonating within one's mind and field of awareness. The key to mantra practice is to give full attention to the inner sound while remaining relaxed and attentive. Mantras are sometimes mentally listened to in conjunction with being aware of the body's breathing rhythm. When this is done, It is usually experienced during the early stages of meditation practice until one is sufficiently relaxed and internalized to ignore the breath and give full attention to the mantra and to possibilities 
of experiencing superconscious states. Variations of meditation technique practices can be learned from a teacher or by personal experimentation. Now, I recommend no teacher at all for you. That may surprise you, but I think that um, too many gurus, too many teachers are in it for the money or the personal worship that goes with it. They're not in it for you. And you can learn by personal experimentation. Now, meditators whose primary interest is to experience relaxation and mental calm usually practice meditation, whether with mantra or some other approach until they experience a stable, tranquil state of consciousness, then rest in it for a duration. That should tell you the uh, purpose of a mantra. It's to get you in a stable, tranquil state of consciousness. A meaningless word doesn't work for that. A meaningless word, I repeat, a meaningless word doesn't work for that. You have to have a word that has meaning for you. Now, meditators whose aspiration is higher will consider this stage as but the um, starting point for deeper contemplation, leading to more profound superconscious unfoldments and insights. Therefore, contemplative meditation is suitable for anyone, regardless of the need or desire for life enhancement or for more satisfying spiritual growth. Its faithful practice would take one as deep into knowledge and experience of life as aspiration impels. Now we'll go into this further in future episodes, but contemplative meditation is suitable for anyone. And that says it all. In the early stages of meditation, the mental calm that is experienced provides the mind with a superior, satisfying pleasure, which it finds attractive and desires to return to whenever possible. One then notices that scheduled meditation sessions are eagerly anticipated because of the enjoyment that results from practice. In this way, the mind's instinctive pleasure-seeking inclination is used to advantage. Repeated successful meditation episodes attract the mind to the experience of refined pleasure to such an extent that many of the additions and attachments which perhaps were once sought, are no longer as attractive to it. This and the increased sense of self-fulfillment that results from meditation practice makes it easier for a meditator to choose to avoid actions and circumstances which are perceived as not being conducive to wellness and successful living. This is a testimony of many persons who have been meditating for only a few days or weeks to report that their values have changed and they find it easier to choose lifestyle behaviors, which are more constructive. Now that ends our discussion today on mantra meditation. Uh, tune in next week, when, to, pardon me, tune in tomorrow, when we'll discuss the usefulness of keeping the procedure simple. Until next time, you can uh, learn more about the monks of the Shaolin Temple at shaolintempleus.org. And if you'd like to donate to this program, uh, send your PayPal donations to rick, R-I-C-K, at 
FeralDMoore.com. That's F-E-R-R-E-L-D-M-O-O-R-E.com. Until next time, namaste.